This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Felix Chevrolet, a.k.a. Bag of Tricks Cat, and you're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Previously on Talk Time Live exclusive. I've talked to a lot of uh, indie developers, you know, on this show. Uh, really great, talented people like yourselves. And the story that I always get from a lot of them is that you that they were once former developers of many of major companies and wanted to branch out to sake for the sake of their own creative freedom. Is that the same story with the origin of Yacht Club Games? Uh, the, like the core of us, we came from a company called Way Forward, who yes. made uh, licensed games for the most part. Ashanti and uh, Ducktales and. Uh, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, I worked on Ducktales. I worked. We, uh, You're my hero. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. I hope everybody's having a great week. We are still counting down to the much-anticipated Avengers Endgame, as well as the much-anticipated Mortal Kombat 11. We're going to talk a little about, about that more on this episode, as we do every week leading up to that. And I got great news in regards to that, but we got two reviews we're going to do today. One is, as we spoke on the last episode in our Prime show, I'm going to be talking about Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Missions, which is on now on PC and Nintendo Switch. So I'm going to give you a review of that, as well as also on a PC is the Friends of Ringo Ishikawa. A very, very interesting, innovative uh, game for all you retro gamers, especially to those fans of River City Ransom and all those of the River City series that has come out. I think you will absolutely uh, like what I have to say about that. So we're going to talk about all that, but we got a few bits of news going on in the world of gaming. So let's not waste any time and get underway. First of all, before I do, you guys heard a little bit of the clip of that on this episode. Thank you so much to the people at Yacht Club Games. In particular, David D'Angelo, who took the time out to uh, talk with me on Talk Time Live exclusive this week, talking about the new 2D scroller, the action-packed ninja-based scroller called Cyber Shadow that they are working on, and it is coming soon to all platforms. These are the guys who created the Shovel Knight series, uh, a game that started, a game that was put together by five people Five passionate people, I might add, that had the same chemistry, the same, you know, ambition, the same hunger and drive, and it led them to creating a game that is considered a modern-day classic. And not only that, it has become a worldwide popular game, so much so that it's been, it's been shown in other games, it's been seen in other games, it if you go to the Shovel Knight on the PlayStation, then you may actually have seen 
that version with fight against Kratos. If you've seen him on the PlayStation, not the PlayStation, the uh, Nintendo Switch, you've seen many versions of it. You have seen this character on Blade Strangers. You may have seen this character in other games, such as even Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. He's an assist character. That is huge to be recognized by all of these different companies for the efforts of five people, not an entire company that has a department of like 20, 30 people per department. Five people created a really cool game, an awesome retro game that became a phenomenon. So much so that you have people dressing up as Shovel Knight. You have people, you know, cosplayers. You got people with tattoos of Shovel Knight, you know, characters. It's absolutely phenomenal. And even in my possession right now, I have the actual Amiibo, the Japanese version, which, yeah, of course, it's going to cost me a pretty price because it's no longer sold anywhere and they're charging a lot for it. But it's worth it because I, I wanted to commemorate the not just the character itself, not just the game itself, but just a reminder of all of the hard work that five people did. And this is what it came up to. How many indie characters, how many indie game characters have their own amiibo there's not that many out there that can say that they have their own amiibo from nintendo which is like the collector's little statues that they have which it can also activate certain gameplay and i think this is absolutely awesome that they were able that they were awarded this type of you know thing for their efforts it's huge it, it, it's a lifelong lesson learned to those who want to not only just become a developer or an artist or a designer or whatever Anything that you want to do just takes effort, will, want to, and passion to make it happen. So I end up getting this, and, you know, just to commemorate that. And uh, really, again, thank you to those guys. I'm looking forward to what they're going to do with Cyber Shadow, because that looks absolutely awesome. It looks like the ultimate Ninja Gaiden 2D Nintendo experience. So I'm looking very forward to that as well. And uh, speaking of which, speaking of things that I'm anticipating very well, Mortal Kombat is coming in just about a week let me in fact today is thursday uh we literally have a little bit over a week to wait for the premiere of this game and officially as of yesterday or was it the day before no it was just i think it was the day before they officially released it to uh released the pre-orders that is to the nintendo eShop. so the regular full game and the premiere edition is out now. You can buy the full game for, of course, the normal price of $59.99. The premiere edition is, just like the rest of them, $99.99. The only reason I would pay that much because it's a full game and there's DLC with it. I will never pay that same amount for in-app purchases on a mobile game. Remember that. But I digress. It is available now for pre-order. It does include early access to upcoming DLC characters. So if you get it now, you can get the early access, meaning that you can play the game. The uh, game release characters will be released early. The DLC characters, that is, will be released early and you will be able to play them first. Whereas everybody else who doesn't, you know, buy the season pass, they will have to wait till the actual release date. So you have that for you. And judging by what the release date and this could be a typo but judging based on the release date of the uh eShop it does say that it's coming out the 22nd which is a Monday and it's a day before 
the release date of all the other games. I don't. I got a feeling that might be a typo, but if not, that's hot. We get to play it on a Monday, so just be prepared. You see it on air. They could change it. It could be a typo. But if it is the case that they're coming out a day before, I'm ready for it. Now, as I spoke about last week, I believe, on the show, that there has been people who played a demo of it. And they did say that there's some slight graphical dilutions to the game. Slightly diluted, but the the frame rate is absolutely there. 60 frames per second. Uh, I don't mind this at all. If you've played Darksiders, then... You know that they absolutely did the same thing with that game. They gave you options. You can rather play at 60 frames per second, and it slightly takes away some graphic, um, you know, some graphic uh, depth to it. I guess is the word of, I can I can guess I can say. But you can also take it off and just rely on more graphics, and you have that little bit more detail. So when you take it off to get 60 frames per second on, you know, on handheld mode especially, it moves a lot smoother and faster and it really doesn't look that bad in 60 frames per second it really looks pretty good it moves very good and it looks pretty good so if that is the case i'm not mad at what they're what they're doing to make sure that we get the same uh frame rate that we do now granted i believe the people who have checked it out did also check it out on handheld mode so it could be the same situation whereas I, whereas they actually did it for handheld mode so you could get the same type of frame rate and uh f- you know frames per second as you would in the tv mode that you would or just you know the big screen mode so that could be the case as well but either way i've only heard really good things about what the people have played so i am very optimistic about this i think the guys that they got to work on this may have solved the problem and hopefully they play wwe 2k19 for the switch to learn less any lessons that they need to make sure that to do that blind squirrel did not do for that game just i i really do hope that and it seems like this sounds like it's going to be the case so we will see again it is out for pre-order right now jump on the switch owners if you don't have a playstation if you don't have an xbox or if you do but want to have uh this experience on the road jump on it guaranteed I'm looking forward to this. Ed Boon has not let us down so far. I am hoping that this is still the case when this game comes out for the Nintendo Switch. So we will see. I have no doubt in my mind it's going to do great on the other two ones. Uh, but, you know, the Nintendo Switches are still a new system, still fresh out to market, and everybody's now developing for it, whether they're developing remastered games or for it, or they're just doing, you know, re- uh, reacting and adapting and assimilating into the whole new system of things. We'll see how Ed Boon and uh, NetherRealm will do from there. So I got to give a credit to Ed Douglas, a friend of mine and uh, a ACMG member in our Facebook group, Bandai Namco just announced god eater 3 is in fact coming to the nintendo switch not only is it coming it's coming with a release date of july the 12th of 2019 it's coming this summer i had a hunch that this was indeed going to be here because i've played both games god eater for the playstation and playstation vita the playstation uh three and four as well as playstation vita and what happened when they played on a PlayStation Vita? In fact, I reviewed that game ages ago uh, on this on this show. That when it played on a on a Vita, you could transfer all your information from the Vita version onto the PlayStation Four and continue pick up where you left off. The graphic 
the, the graphics was very similar on both ends so you got the same graphic power you were just able to take it on the road when you continued off from there which was an awesome thing at the time it was very innovative for uh, PlayStation to do at the time before, you know, Nintendo kind of knocked it out the park with the handheld part, as they always do. But now you're going to get the best experience. I truly believe it is. And with the graphic power and the memory space that I believe this is possibly going to have, this is perfect for the PlayStation. Uh, I'm sorry, for the Nintendo Switch. So this i am very much looking forward to it because i did want to play it but something told me i'm like i'm not gonna buy it for the um uh, for the playstation i'm gonna wait till it comes out on the switch i i just it, it's no doubt in my mind i knew it was gonna come there and here it is so we got it there it's definitely coming i'm looking forward to it now granted you gotta see the dorky ass commercial that they got for this this is a common i guess practice for nintendo when it comes to promoting, promoting and using uh, commercials to do it, it's always the same thing. You got these lively-looking millennial kids on these uh, commercials. Some of them don't even look like gamers. They look like they never played a game. And, and I've played God Eater three before. It is not a pick-up-and-go game. It's a very complex, uh, user-friendlier version of Monster Hunter with a story with death, and you know, just it's a lot more fun to play. But it's still not like something you could just jump in and play. So they made it seem like that everybody can jump in and play this game. And it's in a sense you can, but you got it. There's some ropes you got to go through. But some of the people just I wasn't it didn't really feel like that. I could really get down on thinking that they could play. And I don't want to stereotype anybody or just, you know, label anybody to say that they can't. But just just did not look real to me. Like I know gamers. I know the gaming community. These guys were some of these characters and, and people that were playing in this commercial just didn't look the part it was really funny but i get they're trying to reach out to say that anybody can play this game but the way that they were acting and, and the camaraderie that they were you know conducting themselves around it was just looking too fake in my opinion but nonetheless it's coming it's i'm looking forward to it i'm definitely going to get it i'm definitely going to review it when the time comes and uh i'm looking forward to it. if you haven't checked out god eater if you're a person like myself who wanted to play games like Monster Hunter, but felt it was just way, 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 way too complex, and it just, you know, you're a story-driven type of player like me, God Eater's your answer. God Eater 1, 2, and 3 is your answer. And if this is going to be an error, I have no doubt that they'll possibly come out with God Eater 2 and, and the first God Eater, which are all great games with great stories and great customizations and great R, you know RPG elements and such. And you get weapons that are half weapons, half symbiotes that devour the monsters that you get. And when you when they devour it, they actually do increase the power of your you know of your uh, origami or your what is it? Not is your God archetype is what it is. That, uh, but you're fighting uh, monsters that are called origami. So, it, and um, those of you with the Neo Neon Genesis Evangelion fandom, this may be the game for you too because it takes a little bit of elements of that as well. You get that type of uh, Evangelion type of feel with this game too. So I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some inspirations for that. But this latest version of the God Eater Saga will include, uh, include new abilities and customizations for hard-fought battles against the origami. This time around, there will be new threats as the Ash Origami, uh, which will also include 
them utilizing devour attacks of their own as well as uh, burst modes, which now increases their strength and becoming a bigger challenge. So this is something that is crazy because in the previous God Eater games, they had you had the ability of devour attacks and you had the ability ability of burst mode. Now there are these versions of origami now has this ability, which is going to make things a lot more complicated in battle, but I'm sure it'll still be a lot of fun. Uh, the game will also have new guard, uh, God archetypes and the, and brand and a brand new story, of course, which, uh, really good character driven, uh, story and really good character direction and story direction that they have in here. Uh, and this is possibly one of the best alternatives for God eater for those, like I said, who just it just feels like it's too much you know there god monster hunter has his niche it's like i, I want to play god eater but there's a few things that i've always said that threw me off about it and, and turned me away god eater i mean monster hunter that is god eater to me is the answer to all of that in my opinion so get ready july 12 2019 is coming to the nintendo switch and you guys are going to enjoy it so to all my people and this is the people i don't know who are on playstation and the PlayStation Network and, uh, and uh, PlayStation Plus and online and all that jazz with these ridiculous, dorky-ass names that people can't rather pronounce or even spell. Now's your time to make a change in your life because PlayStation Network has finally announced that they have released the ability to change your name on PlayStation, on your PlayStation 4, your PlayStation 3, or your networks, whatever. Your network account, your PlayStation ID, that is. The ch uh, this change is now available in North America, Europe, and Australia. The first change of your PSN ID is free. And if you want to change it again, there will be a charge of $10 each time that you want to change it. So do consider the, uh, the, the change, the ability that you have right there to do so. Uh, I've been waiting for people to do this for so long because I think people want it to be special. And in fact, they you know kind of you know messed up and just making themselves too ridiculous with these names some of these names people don't understand where it's from you don't know the reference it's like just alphanumeric craziness going on here just make it simple and sweet allow people to know who you are don't become the gaming introverts that you've become acknowledge yourself you know or at least make it a name that people are going to be able to recognize you know if you're trying to make yourself a brand come up with a name that people can just roll off their tongue that's how promotion and branding works you got to make it easy to, for people to sonic fox how hard is that pg punk how hard is that that's easy to roll off the tongue you know it's just so many easy ways to do it psycho you can make it a japanese term which is amazing s-a-i-k-o easy that's it so just come up with some clever simple and sweet that people can roll off and remember who the hell you are or just put in your own name. Just put in your own name. It's, it's really not a big deal. Just put in your own name. That's it. But it, this is their chance, people. Make it happen. Now, just in, I just got a notification from uh, Travis McKinnon, one of my good guys at uh, ACMG. And he handles, uh, him and his brother handle the ACMG uh, Nation community group on PlayStation. He mentioned or showed me actually a video from IGN uh, with them explaining that there is a issue with the game tags to uh, changes if you are trying to use that with older games if you're playing with older games within a certain time frame of maybe like 2000 
like maybe two years, two years, three years ago, maybe longer than that, that the game tags may affect the situation of those games. You may actually even lose DLC if that ever occurs. So you want to be careful when doing so. And in this case, which is, I don't understand why this is a thing or why this became an issue with them and why didn't they troubleshoot that before and letting people know that this is going to happen because we still do play our old games. Duh. I would suggest holding off on changing your name and keeping your stupid dorky name until they fix a solution for that. And I, I really don't understand why they didn't. That's a, that's a really big... To me, that's a uh, bug issue. Uh, that's it may, They may not claim it is, but it is. So I'll just stick with it as that. And speaking of PlayStation, moving on to another bits of news, the PlayStation 1 Classic is now selling for just $30 on eBay. Now, according to GameSpot.com, the nostalgic system has not caught up the success of the Nintendo competition. That is the Nintendo Classic as well as the, the Super NES Classic as well, which made a ton of cash. Uh, and now, this thing has dropped over 50% of its original price of $100. And since it's the release date of December of 2018, I don't know what led into that. Maybe it's just overkill of the classics because also, it's not the only classic that has come out. You got to remember that also... I don't know if people know. Sega Genesis has a mini. The Atari has a mini. Uh, there's maybe another one, but there's a lot of different minis out there. But Nintendo was the one that really struck gold with this. It really struck uh, oil with this and really made it big. And I think a lot of it is because, again, Nintendo is a very popular system, a very popular gaming company with some very nostalgic, fun games that... You know, the MIDI, it goes to show, we just talked about this with with uh, Yacht Club Games and the success of retro gaming and coming out with a game that not only just people can get down with and remember, but just have, you know, just a catchy tune and those MIDI tunes from back in the day, those chip tunes. Shout out to DJ Cutman. And by the way, congratulations to DJ Cutman. He's getting married. <laughs> to his uh, beloved longtime girlfriend, now fiance Maddie. Shout out to you guys. And it's it just those songs, the MIDI songs is catchy. I can tell you, speaking like speaking of DJ Cutman, he did an album way back. How we first met is that he did an album way back, um, Yao Meow and Bow Wow, which was like his album dedicated to The Legend of Zelda, uh, Link to the Past, I believe it was. And awesome absolutely awesome freaking album absolutely awesome and it just it really brings back those memories and to have a game system like that it does it too but when you start bringing it out and this is the thing i always talk about too another thing i always talk about here is that when one person does something really well everybody wants to jump on a bandwagon and this was the case too and now just like i believe how these streaming networks are going to turn out too when it's too many of them not everybody's going to benefit not everybody's going to benefit the way Netflix and Hulu did because it's just too many of them out there. So now you're going to have a whole stock of these mini versions of these games. No, it's just not going to work. It's, it's too early. Like people should not let I think sometimes people try to go down the well too much and they want to jump on a bandwagon and it just doesn't work out for everybody. 
the same thing happens with all these streaming networks. Just like after Hulu and Netflix, you got all these other ones, these significant ones. WWE 2K, uh, WWE Network is another one. He, they came out, and now all these other different wrestling networks are trying to, you know, have it, but they don't have the same value as the WWE Network because that one has not only their library, they have tons of other libraries for some of the legendary companies ever. They brought the library to do this just thing. So now you got, you know, Ring of Honor and Honor Club, which is great because great, you know, Ring of Honor's past 2002 to 2000, maybe five or six series of shows were phenomenal. So they have some value. And then all these other people are trying to come up with their own same thing too. And it's, it just doesn't work for everybody. So, I mean, if you guys are fans of Nintendo and this is a great time to get this gift. It's not to say that this is a bad buy. This is a great buy actually. I don't think $100 was the case of doing it, in my opinion. Um, it has some of the some of the most classic PlayStation games ever that you've played, including to Battle Arena Toshinden, which I can't say enough that not only they should really bring back out, but they should redo. You know, much like Samurai Showdown is going to be doing as well. You know, just bring that back. Like they like all the other games. Battle Arena Toshinden needs a a revitalization in, in life, a rejuvenation and, and a comeback. So, but that's here nor there. So if you want a PlayStation 1 Classic right now, you have the chance to do it. It's available for $30 on eBay and other places too. I know um, there's some other companies that are giving it away too for other prices, but you can get it for less with a coupon too. So go out of your way to check it out uh, if you can. So uh, now I want to get to my reviews, my first of two reviews this time and i'll start with the friends of ringo ishikawa a game that was out on the pc uh, a while back in steam i believe and this is a very interesting game this is a really really cool retro game for those who are fans of river city ransom this is a very river city ransom inspired action rpg game set in japan which has you play the part of ringo who is a gang leader and a senior in high school. The game allows you to pretty much do whatever the hell you want, like literally whatever you want, leading up to the last days of his high school tenure. Ringo and his friends or his crew go through day-to-day -day fighting, you know, day-to-day -day ventures fighting, you know, other gangs, uh, training, like just rather boxing training, martial arts training, uh, going to school, skipping school, and figuring out what they want to do with their lives pretty much you play as Ringo trying to you you have the fate of Ringo in your hands you can go to school you can ditch school you can do a lot of things this is really a really interesting game it doesn't have really any direction whatever you do it something just happens it's just it, it's you play out of spontaneity that's what it just comes off to I mean normally you have a story mode that goes on but it's like whatever you happen something's just going to happen throughout the day and different, I guess, different results are going to happen at the end from here. Uh, the game, to me, feels like movie... It, it it's very reminiscent of movies like The Outsiders, Stand By Me, even Cooley High, to that extent. You know, those coming-of-life, those coming-of-age stories, if you will. Only it's like you just have so much control of what's going on in the world. You could absolutely do nothing for the day. You could just go in, waste your life all day going into the restaurants going to places but depending on what you do how it affects your lifestyle definitely there, like i said no real direction at all uh but how you handle 
it will at the end we'll see what happens at the end depends on how you go um along the way in the story transitions you will have the ability to earn money and new techniques and other ways and you know to help you throughout the, your day to day when you fight when you um when you fight you could do so alone or you could get a crew to help you fight all of those crazy gang encounters that you'll go through which is very fun to do and as you gradually go along you do evolve eventually uh learning new techniques and everything it's, it's quite a bit of a uh a, a, a venture and a, a grind to get to that point but not too much that it, it bothers you in a sense uh you also have to make you also have to make sure that you keep up with your daily care which means that you will have to eat you have to buy items to maintain your status uh i mean items from like literally buying yourself a tv or, and, and, and such like that's crazy it's really crazy uh buy yourself you know items just to get through your day-to-day -day. actual food that you got that you can eat because you, you do end up starving at one point uh you can buy food on a day-to-day -day, but you also gotta earn money as well so studying and getting good grades throughout the week will actually get you paid like for some reason there's a system where you get a tuition and if you get good grades you get like about ten thousand yen a week and that gets you through like rather eating food buying appliances i mean just buying you know frivolous items or even using the money to train and become a better person and a stronger fighter out in the streets so it is crazy there's no maps there's no way to navigate what you do or where you need to go it's just totally optional now the funny thing about this there's a hypocrisy that i gotta i gotta own up to here i'm enjoying this game and it it does have a gauge in the meter system for that uh so i mean i'm not that's the whole thing but going through this game with no direction nowhere to you don't know what you're doing whatever like that it just has you just going going throughout the day and i'm playing this meanwhile there is a game called monster hunter which technically kind of does the same thing in a sense i think the thing that bothers me about monster hunter is that i'm fighting through a hordes of big monsters with no energy gauge so i don't know when i'm beating this character and i gotta figure it out meanwhile i'm like this fighting those battles can take forever to play and this kind of has the same type of deal but it does give you a 24-hour day span to do whatever it is you need to do now granted if you get your ass whipped by one of the gangs throughout the day if you win against those fights you earn experience points if you lose you the day is over and your, your ass winds up and uh in bed again waking up so you rather can train go back to sleep or you can study until the morning time so it's really wild how this you know this simulation factor goes into it because there's a there is a bit of a simulation factor a life simulation factor that goes into this and how like i said how you handle it is how you get through so you uh this the, the great thing i love about this game is the pixel style that is in there it's there is an actual there is an actual pixel style to it like river city ransom but it's a little bit highly upgraded the sprites are bigger uh in and a little bit more well proportioned whereas like river city ransom has and it, and it does seem to still look like 8-bit a little bit off of 16-bit but 8-bit with the 8-bit look and the while the pixels on river city ransom are like super deformed this is a little bit more well proportioned 
if you look at my promo graphic you can see what it looks like if uh, from there how they did it and you compare it to the river city ransom sprites it looks like they added a lot more to it and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they were able to do much more with the engine that they have and the and the uh you know, the development kit that they can work with from here. So it's it's pretty awesome that with this person. And I believe one person made this game. A person by the name of you, Y-E-O, uh, put this game together. I don't know if that actually is one person, which I believe it is. And uh, he put together such, or this person put, I don't know if it's a female or male. This person put together a really great system, a really great, you know, simulation of a game. I mean, there's loads of things to do, lots of things you could do. Uh, such as go to bars, you could go to restaurants, you could play mini games within it, you could play pool, you could buy a ping pong table for the school and play ping pong with your friends. Uh, just uh, such a great life simulation in, in the form of a 2D 8-bit to 16-bit game, roughly, in between the two. Overall, this game is an intriguing enigma with a story that I personally can relate to because... You know, being the life of a crazy kid in high school myself, going, getting in a lot of trouble, trying to figure out where my life is going to be. And I've got myself in some really big similar trouble like this. And I think that's what I, what draws me to this game more because ring, I'm living vicariously through this character, yet I've lived this life. Same reason why I can't play Grand Theft Auto. It's just too, it's too like, I'm like, no, that's too real. It is way too real. But this, this is pretty cool. This I like because yeah, I kind of relate to the Ringo character and I got this crossroads of where I wanted to go in my life as I'm leading into graduating high school. I could go and continue to go my rowdy way and, you know, make a lot of noise or I can get legit and go and do my thing. And that's exactly what I did. So it's funny because I immediately, I realized what this was, what was going on here. And you know, without any direction, real directions. I mean, they give you directions when you first start at how to play the game and get through and how to fight and everything, how to activate, you know, the delinquency mode is what they call it. Um, but when you gradually get into you, you somehow assimilate into understanding what you need to do in the game without even getting directions on how to play. It's just really weird that way. It's really, really weird, but it's really effective how you play. So, and again, it's the fate of Ringo is up to you and it's kind of a lifelong lesson learned here and you are also you're trying to you know learn to get through with your friends to make sure that they are up and up as well it's really crazy but you know the game is a great pickup to not only retro gamers but people who like great storytelling and innovative game experiences and this gives you all of that so for that if i give it a grade it's definitely going to be an a Shout out to the guys who put this together or the person who put this together because this game is really well done. I, I highly recommend it for anybody who just wants to have something with such depth and replay value. Go out of your way to check out the friends of Rango Ichikawa. Far none right there. And let's get to our main event review. The second of the two uh, review I have for today. And that is my much anticipated Super Dragon Ball Hero World uh, mission review for the Nintendo Switch and again PC and I believe Steam as well. This is based on the ultra popular arcade uh, card battle game that was set in Japan. Uh, it's been around since uh, 2010. I believe uh, they had it around since two, released it in the arcades in 2010. Uh, this involves a very innovative gameplay which involves you against an AI opponent or a friend 
battling it out using actual collectible cards that you use in the in the actual game to help you fight against your opponents so the more powerful deck that you have the better chances you will have of winning but you also have to come up with a strategy as well because there are other complexities in this game not hard complexities either that allow you to have that there's a rock paper scissors type of gameplay in here much like you would see with pokemon or any other card battle games and stuff like that out there but what i loved about this game as opposed to other card battling games that i've ever played out there this is so user friendly i've always said one of the best games i've ever played as far as card battling video games was the game snk versus capcom card fighters which is out for which came out years ago decades ago for the neo geo pocket in the neo geo pocket color that game had such a great system and a battle system that it was so addictive to play it was so easy to play it was so user-friendly you could jump in get in and all the time it had your favorite characters up for the snk and you know capcom fighting game uh universes and it was just awesome and i was praying before that this game came out because i never got to play the original game that's all in japan um, there are people who've played the import games before but i never had a chance to so the fact that they were able to bring out that game and come back uh and bring it to the states i was highly anticipating playing this chomping at the bits if you will i am happy to say that i have extremely enjoyed this gameplay in all facets in all aspects um it's a highly enjoyable and easy to, to learn gameplay i mean from start to finish it, much easier than dragon ball xenoverse which has their like battle coliseum i forgot which is virtually the same thing but the ai is so hard in that game it is i don't know why they made it so hard on this version this game which is the actual game it is so much easier to play and they make it so user-friendly you got three battle types uh to work with such as hero which is the for which mostly for beginners and it's a offensive defensive balance style uh, style of gameplay you also got berserker which is a which packs high power and high energy offensive attacks you also have elite which is more stamina oriented for defensive strategies um I mean, this thing is great. The touch screen capabilities are highly fun to use. And it, it, I mean, they make, they give you a reason to want to do it. You can use the controllers, but you can also use the touch screen, to, you know, to move all the cards around and play everything around. And normally I play games where they had these really cool features, but it really didn't make you, you didn't have to use it. I've talked about many games like that uh, recently. In fact, this makes you want to use the touch screen on your handheld a lot and there are times i'm using certain things to use for you know the normal analog controllers and then there are other things i'm using the touch screen controllers it is absolutely phenomenal it's so much fun to use i i don't think i've used a touch screen for a lot of my games and i think a few of my a few of the games that i've actually purchased on the on the switch actually does have touchscreen features bayonetta is one of those games that i believe has those features and i barely ever use it this right here totally different i'm all into it very interactive gameplay and it's a lot of fun uh, as far as the story it's a really fun story that sets your character working alongside the great sandman 3 who i will not reveal who the hell that really is and it's i just played through it and finally got that you'll find out it's really awesome the great salmon 3 is a really cool character in this game because one he has a updated version of the costume which kind of has that 
Ultraman type of feel that I just saw on uh, Netflix. Really cool design. Looks much better than the original uh, Saiyaman costume. So you get a chance to work with him because he's like the the greatest and best Dragon Ball Heroes card battle uh, player in the entire uh, hero town is what it's called, I believe. And you fight alongside him and other Dragon Ball heroes to stop a new threat called Seals or Salius. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's pronounced e, uh, S-E-A-L like Seal. E-S. So I guess it's Seals, which is a new villain in the uh, in the game universe. A major, actually, you might have seen this character on the actual anime shorts of Dragon Ball Heroes as well. So, which is out on YouTube. You can check all those out as well. And Seals actually is a new villain with a major connection to one of the Dragon Ball uh, characters in the universe, or should I say Xenoverse. Uh, Seals has somehow warped reality, bringing the game's characters of Dragon, uh, Super Dragon Ball Heroes uh, to the real world. And not only that, it's pretty much up to you guys to uh, and other Dragon Ball characters to stop Seals from altering reality and the time arcs, which will, in fact, destroy the fabric of all their universes. So within all of this, you have a lot of different gameplay modes to go by and work with and a lot of replay value in this game, including the story mode. The There is an arcade mode with its own type of story as well and battles as well. Uh, has you battling through different story arcs of the DB universe. Uh, it also has a network battle for online play as well. It has Hero Lab, Hero Stadium, Shops, which allows you to get more cards using in-game with using in-game credit, uh, which is great because you don't have to go out of pocket in the real world. You have to earn for every match that you get. You earn in-game credit or these cards that allow you to get more powerful cards and player cards that you can also build as well you could make those cards stronger as well there's a lot of depth and replay value in this game when i tell you this almost as much as you can say to that of games like injustice and the upcoming mortal kombat 11 that type of customizable ability you can also create your own cards as well in here i mean which leads to the deck creation uh portion of it as well they have allies because you eventually meet up new with new allies in the game you can you know customize how who you want to work with within that as well uh like i said tons of customizations from the cars the battle techniques that you have with your avatars and your avatars because if you switch different uh battle modes you you switch a different style of avatar as well so you had that fantastic tutorials here and i mean from every single time they this is a lot to take in so they are holding your hand every step of the way until you actually absolutely master the way this game is played so every time you play through the game whether it's through story mode or arcade mode they will let you know how this game is played and they have tutorial displays every single time and it it allows you to uh, it really conditions you to really understand how this game is played i really wish the one on xenoverse actually gave you that option to do or make it even at least easier with the AI, because sometimes it could be really, really difficult to play through the battle. I haven't, I don't think I've beaten the story mode of the Battle Coliseum or Battle. I forgot what they call that version on the Xenoverse, but it's virtually, like I said, the same thing with a few different aspects and gameplay uh, roles in there as well. So, uh, but the tutorial here is, I, I absolutely enjoy it. it. It really helps me along the way. Um, I, there's not that many negatives there's only one negative i had about this game which is really crazy 
the one negative is that the graphic, the graphic style, looks a bit outdated. Uh, I'm not sure if this is a remastered version of the game or what, pretty much, but the graphics are compared to that of like Dragon Ball Xenoverse or Dragon Ball Fighters. Compared to them, this looks like a direct Nintendo 3DS port. Now, with that said, that doesn't take anything away from the experience that you have with this game. Despite, overall, despite the downplayed graphics, the game packs so much fun for not only Dragon Ball fans, but even, you know, casual fans that are coming in that just want to play a card battle game and just loves to play that. This, this, just, you'll enjoy this for days on end. So, this undeniably is like most well thought out, innovative card battle game I've ever played and enjoyed. And for that, this gets an A. The only reason why I don't give this an A plus is just because, like I said, the the graphic, the graphics, the frames of the, the in the graphical frame depth of this game, I'm probably not even wording it properly or ter the terminology properly. But the graphics in this game are slight downfall to what you we've seen in previous Dragon Ball games. But again, doesn't hurt it anymore. If they would have had a that aspect, like if you played the, the battle card game on Xenoverse and they're using the actual characters from the Xenoverse world, and then you see this game, it's like, okay, this looks like a direct remastered version of a older game in comparison. But even still, like I said, the gameplay, the story, the, uh, the replay value, all that just overwhelms that whole entire, you know, negative right there. And like I said, if it would have got better, I would have given it an A plus without a doubt. So if you're a Dragon Ball fan, you gotta go out of your way to check this game out. It is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I can't get enough of it. I will never get enough of it. I will always have a reason to want to play this game. That's the way I feel right now. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope this guy. I hope this episode and all of our episodes are help, useful for you. And if you want to check out more episodes, including our exclusives with some of the best names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, head over to Talk Time Live, where you can get all of our episodes and exclusives on our exclusives page you can go there or you can head over strict uh, directly to talktownlive.com forward slash exclusives i again will be uploading some of the newer uh interviews that i've had uh i believe i gotta upload i gotta uh post on there what is it uh felix dongato was on there because his album is coming up soon uh tom Givis, the voice of shikamaru had a great time with him uh, on here. Um, recently, Ruben Langdon as well. And, of course, Yacht Club Games. And uh, I'll have all of them up in no time for you guys to check out and listen to. And who's to say? Who knows who's going to come up next in the world of Talk Time Live? You can not only check us out there. You can check us out on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, YouTube as well. Under Dax J. Martin Cheeves. You can check that out. You can also follow me on Instagram at Xavier Josiah to check out and keep up to date on everything that's going on in my world. And in fact, speaking of what's going on in my world, shout out to uh, uh, Michael Burhan, who I had a great time hanging out with. He's one of our ACMG members and a longtime friend of Talk Time Live. He's been on the show before. He came from the UK uh, for WrestleMania weekend. He came down to uh, head over to New York to meet up with Mega Rand and go to Madison Square Garden. He had a great time at the Ring of Honor New Japan Pro Wrestling Show and watch Mega Rand and uh, Bully Ray get at it. You know, that was a whole other situation there. But also, 
he uh, took the time to come down to Philly to see me, and we hung out. Shout out to him because he's probably really still unleashing the 16-inch thick meat lover's pizza that he got from none other than New Style Pizzeria in University City. Shout out to those guys. They make some of the best gourmet pizza out there, bar none. I mean, just stuffed pizza, everything. Man, if you're in a University City, go out of your way to check those guys out. Some of Philly's best, no doubt. And, um, you know, thank you for coming down. He's one of the reasons why I love hanging out with the ACMG group on Facebook. And if you are a person who is looking to have a good camaraderie with some great people, rather just in Philadelphia, but around the world, like Michael Burhan himself, go to our Facebook group on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ACMG1. Over 2,700 people that are having fun seeing our content looking at what we do uh checking out our podcast as well and just you know talking all things anime comics movies and games i mean great place great refuge to talk about that is more and of course you got to be 18 or older with a legit facebook page and profile of five years or older that absolutely has you your your face you looking out and communicating with everybody all your friends and everybody if we don't see that you're not getting in because we don't want we don't want solicitors we don't want trolls we don't want people just coming in to you know do just you know be ill just be real don't be an introvert come out and be yourself embrace yourself have new friends i mean i've gotten a lot of great friends since i've gotten here and you know you can too so definitely jump on that but this sunday we're gonna talk hellboy and tomorrow i'm going to the movies to go check that out the newest version the reboot version of hellboy and see how that fares with the other two starring around that starred around perlman and uh i think this is going to be just as good i don't think this is going to be like better i think this is going to be any good because the first two hellboy movies were phenomenal so i don't think that they're going to do any different here i don't see what what new they're going to do here that is going to blow me away so i got a feeling this is going to i'm going to enjoy that much better than I did with Shazam and I'm not dogging out Shazam it was a okay movie but if you're a Philly person you would there's a lot of Philly people that are pissed off about that movie they really didn't see us in a light that we think that they should have so but nonetheless I'll check out Hellboy next week uh also I gotta say I'm going to the Franklin Institute next week because the Marvel exhibit is open over there. So uh, if you're on my Instagram, get ready. I'm going to, in face in the ACMG Facebook group page, get ready. I'm going to take a trip to uh, Franklin Institute here in Philadelphia and check out their Marvel exhibit. Hopefully they'll have something really cool to show up there. Better for the money that I paid for that ticket. And uh, we'll see. I, I thought their video game exhibit was okay. So we'll see with the Marvel exhibit. I'll uh, give you more information on that next week. And uh, again, counting down to the premiere of Mortal Kombat 11 and Avengers Endgame. So stay tuned for that much, much more. Ladies and gentlemen, that will do it. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here, people. I will see you in hell on Sunday. <laughs>